yo, yo. Popping that lean. Harry Fuck's in the house. Oh, that's pretty good, dude. I like that. Do it again. Like it either sounds really gross or like a that's, DJ scratch. You know it it sounds really nice when the music is still playing. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, but without it. I, le- I learned to do it as a little kid because it's the noise that a hamster makes when they're annoyed. They go. They make this really weird noise when they're pissed off. Uh, <laughs> so, and I had uh, a hamster. Did you own a is? hamster? I owned a hamster. And uh, most of the time we got them pretty well. Now I understand a lot but more about <laughs> 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 That's the sound it made when I used to squeeze my sister's yes. hamster. <laughs> no, I, the, I think... Do, the do word, you want uh, to know what the sound it does when you snap its head off? <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about my hamster that way. No, I used to... The one, I was nice to my hamster. The one thing I did as a bit... I, I one day I, I think I'd been watching something some movie where they had like a military assault course and so I built one out of Lego for my hamster. Wait, <laughs> so, so you mean you mean a parkour kind of thing? Yeah, like with stuff you to have to climb jump over, over and, and yeah, barbed wire. The hamster has to go yes, underneath. You know? Yeah, and and you know what we used to call that? It's called the NATO course. The NATO course. Yeah. Why? I don't know why. But uh, in boot camp, we had those. Like you, you know, like you, you had um, the, uh, the 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 ropes that you have to climb up on, and then you have to jump down into like uh, yeah, yeah, sand yeah. and shit. <laughs> so that that's that's what we called the, the NATO round. Well, what, what was that movie with? Uh, what's that guy who talks out the side of his mouth? He's Rocky. Stavesta Stallone. Was it? Yeah. You got the fucking hamster Stavesta Stallone here. And not, not really. <laughs> like I, I built this whole track, and the hamster was completely fucking not interested. And I, and it, it, I no, just, because it's a fucking hamster. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Seriously, I pointed. A, ha- a hamster is known to run in a wheel that doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, I exactly. mean, seriously. I gave it a motivational. Says you're gonna get down that track, and and it just you went, went full metal jacket on your yeah, hamster. Yeah. <laughs> Drop down and give me ten squeaks. <laughs> You are in the Marine Corps, hamster. <laughs> the hamster grabs the gun and shoots Harry in the stomach. <laughs> then I shaved its head. <laughs> no. Uh, Fuck and then me. all this little hamster buddies tied it to the bed and beat it with some soap, you know. No, the only thing I treated... Okay, we've all watched it. <laughs> I think, how old was I? I guess I was like eight. Uh, the only the only thing that hamster really had to struggle with was, was insomnia because I used to wake it up all throughout the day. You've been torturing your poor hamster. No, it's just I wanted to play with it. And they sleep a lot, hey. Get up, soldier. They're the worst pet to get for like I got one for my kids years ago and that that hamster got no love whatsoever. It was but, like, how, it's a novelty for How it, would you love a hamster? It's a little shit that lives in a fucking glass hamsters, box. Hamsters are mammals. They 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 do like contact with mammals if it's not cruel. Um, <laughs> if it's not cruel or sexual, <laughs> yeah. Well, kid, well, kids are gonna. You, we've got to watch out a little bit with kids because they, you know, you have these little moments. You're stroking your hamster, maybe and you want to give it a flick. Is this a euphemism? I don't know. What's stroke a hamster, now. and then it has a stroke. Are we talking about um, a real hamster or this? Yeah, there's two. No, basically, Harry's talking about his penis. I thought so. And oh Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> stroke it and give it a flick, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> True story. My snake ate my sister's hamster. <laughs> What? <laughs> my, my snake got out the cage. And, 
She's never forgiven me. He's talking about penises. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my, my god! My snake ate my sister's ass. <laughs> oh no! There, oh no! There was, there was an. Can we edit this out? An accidental link. Well, uh, accidental Don't segue. Don't you dare say Freudian. Accidental segue from Dean from talking about. <laughs> Dicks to his pet snake. Yes, I played <laughs> hide. I played hide the sausage, and this is henceforth oh, known uh, as my snake ate my sister's hamster. Dean, you've ruined the bushetti. I thought Harry stroking his hamster, flicking it, was the worst part of that. <laughs> so, what type of snake was it? Uh, actually I actually had a couple of snakes, man. It was about nine inches. Wow, this is now. <laughs> this yeah. explains everything about Dean. No, like, um, what type of snake? So you're like a cold-blooded bastard. <laughs> I had a couple of reptile pets for at, at one. Really? Point. Yeah. Uh, I had. But wait, you grew up in South Africa, so it wasn't really a pet. It you was just, just let them in the house. In the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just allow them into the house, and now you're like, oh, hey, this is snakey. <laughs> this is my tiger cobra. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, it's it's. I it was like, I've always had like a, a business sense as a kid for some reason. Uh, so I loved, I liked collecting the reptiles, but also turned it into a bit of a business. So Ooh. I had two corn snakes and a constrict, boa constrictor. Oh Ooh. yeah, a big one. Uh, this is the, the and what's the, and what's a corn snake? A corn snakes like um, I don't know where they're from. I think they're South American potentially. It could be wrong, but it's just like kind of like a harmless. Uh, generic it doesn't snake. have to slit eyes yeah if you kind of google snake you get a corn snake They're the most standard snake <laughs> it doesn't have slit eyes. what are you talking about <laughs> don't you know what i mean like the the uh the, pu the, the, the pupils for from isn't oh, that a thing don't. oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. if it's round they're not poisonous or something I don't really? and if they're if they're straight um slit thingies wouldn't it be like nice if women had this as well <laughs> so most <laughs> I knew you'd like that. Like, <laughs> you look into a woman's that, eyes and they slitty you know. Damn, yeah, that would save a lot of heartbreak and No, the slittier the sluttier and then you know exactly you're my friend. <laughs> Is that true though? I think now I've actually learned some round so round eyed I didn't round eyed snakes aren't yeah, poisonous. Uh, that's what we were told in school, I think. Wow. I'm, I'm not sure if it's a myth. I um sounds plausible. I should actually know be. this. Yeah, so devil's eyes indicate <laughs> fucking poison yeah. or something. Which was so? Was, was it the bow constrictor that ate the hamster? Uh, yeah, it was. And then I had a tarantula and two bearded dragons, which are Australian, mm. right? Those were they, you were allowed to bring in bearded dragons to? Oh, dude, yeah, South Africa. Oh yeah, South Africa. Fuck it. So get a jaguar for fucking. One. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just imagining the boa getting out, and it makes a it makes a beeline for that. It's like I've been looking at this hamster it's for a long time. It's been it's it in the other room. This is my Snickers bar. So yeah, I got I got two crazy stories about these reptiles, real quick. Um, so obviously it starts with my mom. Hello, welcome back, Dean. Uh, so there was one time where like <laughs> we have construction. If you have construction at your house, so like you, you hire uh, contractors, they come to your house. What happens in South Africa a lot of the time is that these guys start scoping out your house because the, the guy who manages the project hires dudes off the street or kind of like local dudes to come and do the heavy lifting, sure. the laying and stuff. These guys, when they're in your property, they start scoping <coughs> out the environment. Where's you know, the barbed wire? Where's where the, are the where's cameras? The all that shit, right? And in the... Okay, so it was a probably a Zulu dude who... Uh, rob the property right and i'm saying this in context because in the zulu culture snakes and and you know south african black people generally have i mean most people in south africa have a fear of snakes right but there's is most more human beings have a fear of snakes true i'm saying i'm not saying that for context it's superstitious 
Ah, right. They, okay, it's yeah. like it's witchcraft or it's mm. evil spirits. They, you know, it's like there's a superstitious thing attached to it. Along with owls for some reason. <laughs> owls are apparently demons. <laughs> and they, owls? Yeah, in South Africa, people kill owls. I thought they bring the mail. <laughs> no, this is your you first so world culture. <laughs> maybe you got so many snakes. The owls would eat the snakes. Yeah. Maybe. So anyway, we had construction and nobody was home except for my mom. She was sleeping. And one of the contractors broke into the house and they came oh, to my room. Right. And now... For a snake at night, you have to have a red lamp for yeah, heat. Yeah, it's a warming thing. So this dude broke open my gate, and the first thing he saw when he opened it was just this, like, snake in red light. <laughs> oh, damn. And he shat himself and ran away, you know. That's amazing. Yeah, so my snake saved my mom. So your, your, wow. your snake is the most effective watchdog ever. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. Saved your mom. Do you think something bad would have happened to your mom? Dude, I don't even want to think about it. Cause Jesus. Was, you know. But then, light, lighting the story up, um, the bearded dragons used to have babies, so they would they would fuck, and I would watch and then masturbate in the corner. Uh, <laughs> but then, like maybe like fifty eggs would come out, and then these eggs they would sell for like twenty five francs each. Oh my god! Wow. And as a South African kid making fucking you know five grand off of eggs, I was a bowler for a Holy bit. Fuck! Did, did, I used did, to just did, get did. these things to fuck, and I would get like a PlayStation and. You know, take all the bitches 25 out on the town. A pop. <laughs> 25, that's heaps of money. Yeah, dude. So you encourage them to fuck more? So dude, you, I was <laughs> I was in there helping them. You know? you like, like a panda. You, you were bringing in like porn, like I a bearded dragon, dragon porn. I, I was mean, playing Steve Irwin. Oh, what a beauty. <laughs> but it, it's a beautiful story. It's because Dean's love of watching bearded things <laughs> fucking. It's him <laughs> getting rich. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got a couple of I got a couple of secondhand stories because I had a friend of mine uh, from South Africa. He told me he told me these stories. He was growing up actually in Namibia, uh, and he the the superstitious thing. So <laughs> so he grew up. He's like a gen, he's a, he's older than me. So he grew up where racism was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's you're, never cool yeah it never was but yeah it's a it's, work thing but when you're when you're a kid you just pick up this stuff and things normal so they knew they figured out that the the uh the, the the blacks were superstitious about snakes they bought a rubber snake and he was saying they used to hide <laughs> by this road where people oh. are coming back from work and <laughs> watch someone coming on a bike and then just throw the rubber snake out. Oh my God. <laughs> and like, as a, you know, like as an eight year old, that's uh, totally the shit you're going to do. Yeah. We had, we had a rubber turd <laughs> and we placed it uh, in, in the high school in random places, uh, mostly uh, around where teachers, the teachers would congregate. Yeah, but but he told keyboard. me, he told me another story about snakes. He said, uh, one time, him, him and a friend, I guess also about eight, they, they were like digging uh, in some field, just like digging as boys do for no apparent reason. And then, uh, and they're into this, and then suddenly his friend just grabs him by like his shirt <coughs> or t-shirt, pulls him hard and just screams, run! And my friend just obeys and just runs. Uh, and they're running like fuck. He takes a look behind, and there's this black mamba chasing. Oh, oh damn! And those things stand up. They, they stand really up do it. chase you, dude. And and yeah, and he and he fuck. and they can they can run as or they can whatever they, they do go fast. as fast as yeah. a human. That shit's scary. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They and so apparently what he told me is that you have to zigzag like gunfire. 
I don't know, but you well, gotta, you got to push your friend and run fast. <laughs> That's the rule. This the, is Africa, buddy. So apparently, what the what happens is is you, D- TIA, and you have the mother snake. Uh, they'll have like their nest with the eggs uh, waiting, and they they have like an area around the nest that they hunt in. And if you come between the mamba and the nest, they uh, go fun. They go fun. fucking crazy. Yeah. And and. Uh, but the weird thing, and so like that really freaked me out. But he, but he says, you know, when you when you're older, you don't. It's like he just said, yeah, we know how to handle snakes. Like if you see a mamba, you just get a stick and you just you just flick it sideways, and it's fucked. So apparently that that's like your mamba defense. You, you give it you you give it like you whiplash. Give, you give it a whack sideways, and you yeah. throw it off its balance, and it can't do anything. Basically, yeah. it's going to yeah. try and get. It's back like up. touching the nose of a shark. <laughs> Well, Flipping yeah, it upside down. <laughs> so they say. <laughs> okay. Did you see the Australian guy that punched a shark? <laughs> Kelly Slater, the, it, it, the it, surfer. The surfer. Yeah. It's one of the most amazing Australian things that I've ever seen. Yeah. He's like he's surfing. The shark looks up and he punches it in the nose. Yeah. Doesn't even try to get away. The shark <laughs> is there. He turns around and that's it that's yeah. pretty fucking because punching underwater like that no 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 it was above he was on the board he was on the board nose oh. comes out and he just goes bam and, <laughs> and the shark goes like all right then i fuck off then clearly the <laughs> so, serpent australians are back again <laughs> do you know do you know that thing that anthony chesson that used to do the, the shark party this I, he's told the story. If you you know Anthony Jesselneck, yeah, yeah. So he he used to do the show, the the Jesselneck Offensive, I think it was. Shout and out to Anthony. We know you're. Yeah, listening. we know. You. Oh, thank I you. Thought, yeah, I was waiting for that. Shit, I forget. Fuck. Come on, Harry. I'm a bit fried today for reasons. Pick that, up yeah. your guy. Anyway, so <laughs> Jesselneck, Jesselneck, his <coughs> on the Jesselneck Offensive, he always, he had this segment called Shark Party, or uh, where it was basically about. The fact that humans uh, killing sharks, like humans kill millions of sharks every year and sharks only get about 20 people. So every time a shark gets a person, he celebrates it on the show <laughs> to, to big up the sharks. Karma is going to come and bite him in the ass. And it, it fucking did because this guy from New Zealand got, got eaten by a great white and he... <laughs> <laughs> he made a he had a, the picture of the guy he told his name and then he said this is shark party time and then all these women come out dressed up as sharks one of them gives him a lap dance <laughs> and he's just like shark party <laughs> and he turned the whole of new zealand against him because yeah. it was weird. yeah all five guys it was in like 72 hours of this guy dying that he did this oh, damn. And, it, <laughs> and it went it went huge, and then he said he was getting death threats. They doxed his parents. Is, is it the his next? Parents. That's the next level of too soon. What does yeah. uh, what does doxed mean? Uh, I don't actually know what it stands for, but it means when you basically leak someone's private data online. Oh. So, so like, you know, like, then they start getting like prank calls and you know that sort of stuff. Mail that yeah. they don't want. Yeah, oh. For the record, Harry's number is plus four one. Seven, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm happy five, to five, take, five. I'm happy to take some calls, especially if you're very sexy. Oh my god. Same pictures. Yeah, I've reached right? a point though. The thing is this whole separation of like public and private life. I've mostly reached a point where I just don't give a fuck anymore. I'm just like 
I'm tired of this. Yeah, because you're so successful that it doesn't. <laughs> <agree>. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it, it, I mean, in, in a small way in Switzerland, there's this thing about being discreet and so on. And I used to. It's more of a. It's it's more about the mindset of like you have your public and your private life. One thing is at work, you know. Now we're all doing fucking um, hangouts where you can see your, your living room or whatever. So this whole boundary between work and home has dissolved, and then uh, you know, and and then also like it's just like what what is there to be afraid of? And yes, there's a ton of stuff to be afraid of, but I'm also the age of like if 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 someone wants to come and give me shit in person, then I'll take that shit and maybe give some back. Uh, it's like fuck it, you know. Maybe. Have you listened to yourself lately? <laughs> maybe, maybe give it back. Well, it I would expect nothing else. It depends. If it's deserved, then <laughs> then I'd be yeah. like, but it is right, a, it is a you human being. Me. So in, in most cases, <laughs> you got me. I shouldn't have said that. But it, but also if it's if I don't know if it's just someone who who's uh, got got their head up their own ass, then are you scared someone's going to call you out for not being woke enough? Ooh, hit the. What do you think um, of that? All right. Today's topic. Wait. Um, uh, fucking, I, cannot, I cannot manage Christian's this not fucking soundboard. <laughs> I did the same thing. <laughs> I squeezed my hamster. This is uh, the X, Y, and Z podcast. I'm sitting here with my man, Harry Fox. What up? And my man, Dean Ira. Yo, it's me again. My name is Christian Breaker. Welcome to the XYZ podcast. G'day, g'day. Um, today we're going to talk about um, wokeness. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Wokeness. Okay. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Wiki, wiki, wokeness. So, oh, damn. do you think you're worried you're going to get called out on some bullshit you said, Harry? Uh, wait, wait, wait. No, say that again. Um, you, you say... You get called out on bullshit. How do you mean? Because um, look, look, I'm. I don't think you can please everyone, right? And no. I think you're gonna fuck up regardless. And I think as long as you're kind of aware that people have their own, yeah, this is the debate that I'd actually like to talk about more. Because I've fucked up a bunch of times where I've used words or I've insulted people or said something wrong, whatever. But I've always been, uh, you know, woke enough, nice enough as a human being to apologize and. Correct my mistakes and be aware of it, right? You know, in that case, like, I would never... <laughs> I don't think you can expect it from anyone, right? Because imagine some guy comes up to you and he calls you the F word, you know? And then you go, oh, I don't like being called, you know? What? I don't want to say it. Say Fanny. It. No, the other one. Fuck. The gay reference. Oh, fire. Fire. <laughs> Harry, Harry's gonna say it. I'm not gonna say no, it. It's not. I removed that from it's my. It's not the word. It's how you say. It. If you go fucking faggot, that's not okay. But if you go faggot, it's okay. So I don't think it's okay to use it. But I don't expect this. If you come, if a guy comes up to you and calls you that word, you'll be like, "Oh, listen, I don't like being referred to as that." He's not gonna be like, "Oh, I'm really sorry, old." <laughs> no, most likely he's not. I'll change my mind and yeah, yeah, yeah. call you the appropriate pronoun. Call you a cunt instead. Yeah, that's way better. <laughs> I prefer that one. A nice non-PC. I've been known to use the retard word way too often. Yeah, we can bring this up, dude. Yeah. Um, Lou, did you? Were you at the Louis C.K. thing last last uh, last year? Yeah, yeah. 
because he had that beautiful bit about retard where you yeah. say that you you're, you're not it's not retard it's intellectually challenged imagine explaining that to a retard it's <laughs> 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 genius <laughs> that is a genius bit right there it's, that's like having a dyslexic spell it out <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Why you're dyslexic? Yeah, can, <laughs> can, name? can you write that down, please? We need a short three-letter word. It's like what dyslexic is dyslexic yeah. people? What is lisp heaven s in it? Fucking fuck! It's, it's just evil. This like, is a thing. I should. Yeah, it's a real yeah. thing. Yeah, but it's it's funny because uh, in history, words have um, had o- always had different connotations. So the, the word retard. Um, actually was used um, to replace the word that was used during that time that was uh, Oh, so retard offensive. is the work word. Retard, it oh, was yeah, the right. first version of a woke word. Interesting. You're slightly behind or you're slow. It, it, slow. Um, there was another um, uh, another term called moron was a, a term that was used for mentally challenged. And yeah, that, I think that's what we because, use now, right? Mentally challenged. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, mentally challenged. Okay, no, I think it's intellectually challenged is the correct. Um, but but the thing is, the word retard also mean, or, or, uh, you know, in physics is like slow down. Can, yeah, slow down. Yeah, that was that was the mm. joke. That that was one of the first jokes that I ever wrote. Was that Airbus screams a retard at pilots <laughs> when they <laughs> oh, land? Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. so, the plane's flying itself. It's like get out of here, you fucking. <laughs> 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 um, and because in in French also the word for breaking down is retarder. It's it's literally it's the same. It's the same word. So my my joke went along the lines that the the Frenchies just wanted to have one on the English speakers and be like, "Hey, do you fucking retard?" <laughs> there we go. But um, see, look, this this is something that I'm that I'm uh, fighting with. I, I think as as a human because um, as as I know more. Or learn more, I see the wrongs of my ways. The, a, a, a friend of mine said this um, a few weeks ago. He said, I was an idiot when I was in my teens. I was an, a real idiot when I was in my 20s. Then I thought when I was in my 30s that I'm kind of starting to get it. Now I'm in the 40s and I realized I was a fucking idiot in my 30s too. Yeah. So all I can say about my life was is I was a fucking idiot most of the time, yeah, yeah. and and that's how I feel to be honest. Wasn't yeah. it? Wasn't that actually Nick Kappa who said that? It was Nick. Yeah, it was. That. It was totally Nick. Shout out to Nick. There's actually a chance you might even be listening, and that would mean a lot, <laughs> oh, and we'd be very touched. Doubt it. <laughs> but, well, fuck you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the well. And. I can totally relate to this. I'm, I'm not sure if I told you guys this story. Um, it's uh, it's about racism. <laughs> Here okay. we go. All right. Strap in, motherfuckers. This is going to be uh, three white men sitting in a cubicle. So, I started working in this office in London in 2012, I think, and um, I was a bright-eyed um, <coughs> white Swiss boy in the big city of London. Um, what's, and what's changed apart from <laughs> London? <laughs> I'm no longer bright eyed, oh, jaded, <laughs> totally jaded. Um, want to kill myself? So um, <laughs> I've been easy now. I, I was I was in that office, um, and there was it was a huge multicultural group, all all sorts of different nations in, like heaps of people from America, from South Africa, um, a bunch of people from India, and uh, there was a guy. 
there was a guy who was wearing a turban and um he rocked up one day <laughs> with <laughs> yeah uh, a, a sikh um a sikh indian dude and he rocked up one day and um he was carrying 24 donuts from Krispy Kreme. I, I okay. thought you were going to say he's carrying 24 pounds of dynamite under his <laughs> turban. <laughs> no, I knew what a turban was. <laughs> I, I, I was not that much of a fucking idiot, but okay. This is this was my this was my first reaction. So the guy the, the guy is wearing like a, a white shirt, um the, these Krispy Kremes and he holds napkins in his hand. Right? So he walks past my desk. Now, okay, so let context. This is a really, really big office, okay? So there's always com- people coming through, oh. bringing you food, oh. bringing you tea. Oh, oh, shit. I turn around to that guy and go like, hey, mate, can I buy one of those? Oh, actually not that bad. And, that's, no, that's not And bad. he goes, no, I bought these for my team. And oh. on my desk, so there are six people sitting on my desk. Everyone else is Anglo-Saxon. Aside from me, yeah, and all of them just slap their hands in front of oh, their shame. faces and go like, "Oh they, my god, we have an yeah. idiot! <laughs> we have a fucking idiot!" This guy Fuck. was a senior manager at PwC, <laughs> pricks with calculators, <laughs> and he basically was like, shame, dude, "But you didn't." <laughs> he he said he was he said the most beautiful thing. He basically said. No, darling, you can have one. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's lovely. You should have you kept Shame. that up of just treating this guy who's like high level as mm. that he's somehow, <laughs> he's somehow your servant. Yeah, he brings me chin and tonics on Fridays. <laughs> like, just, just for the reference, like Sikhs are not, are not suicide bombers. They're, I mean, they're, a, they're actually a warrior cast. Yeah, the Indian no, that's warrior. That's what I meant. I, I, I was aware cast. what a Sikh was. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, there was just my my behavior there. I I could fucking smack myself when I think about it. It's just so dumb. Mm. Come on, but regardless, oh, we all fuck up, dude. Yeah, but there there's always kind of these sort of feelings when when I look back and go like I I was so not clued up. I had no yeah. idea yeah. about what was going on, and especially when it comes to um na- pronouns. Let's talk about pronouns because that's the oh, the, the no. next uh, oh. the, the next big one. Yeah, let's do this. Um, can I make one point because I know yeah. Harry's gonna Harry's gonna Harry and I are gonna disagree hard on this. Okay, right? are you so like, setting it up? I, I'm maybe because I, I have you. I have a bit of conflict with this because I believe that everyone in the world should be able to say exactly what the fuck they want at any given time. Use whatever word they want. Right? It's kind of like a freedom of speech. Now, this is mm-hmm. so idealistic and bullshit way to think about stuff because I know that from my perspective, if I do something as a nice person, I'm not going to try and offend someone or hurt someone or use words that would make someone unhappy. Of course, not everyone in the world thinks this way. So you can kind of keep that ideal. But there's also that conflict where I'm like, we should all be respectful, but also I should be able to say whatever the fuck I want at any point. You know, Not that I would abuse that power, for her but also i would you know i would hope that everyone is respectful and loving and compassionate as people but people are not like this but i still have that weird conflict yeah but i think that's that's perfectly reasonable because because i mean i think i think like i have a a view of what how i want to treat people you know which is which i think is respectful and uh you know and and but on the flip side this whole thing of like I am triggered. I am offended. It just that makes me want to say, "I'll grow the fuck up," and and, and because 
Yeah. No, you know what's There's worse than that? You know what's worse than that? It, the, 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 this whole kind of that, that that to me sometimes the whole I, I'm triggered, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. That's just attention seeking twattery. Exactly. But mm. the. Mm. In, in in many cases. In many cases, it is, it is. Like, this is also a thing. Sorry, Christian. Like, people, we should be progressive and change the way we use language. Because language shapes the, our culture and the way we think and et cetera, yeah, et cetera. It, right? it, it, so if we can kind of progress and change the way we use language, great. But also, let's not dwell too much in the fucking fine details a little bit because we're losing sight of what actually matters. That's General that's a big respect. problem. That's a big problem that I have with the left. I, I consider myself quite left politically, but the left spends days and weeks um, debating who is more left than the other. Like exactly, it's, dude. it's just exactly. fucking garbage. So can we uh, just virtue signaling? Yeah, it's it's it's. But it goes even beyond that. It's just um, all. But you, we have to talk about that subgroup that makes up like 0.75% of maybe the population of Zurich. Are like, we talking about on. the yeah, retards exactly. now? <laughs> There's way more. Have you been in banking? Um, <laughs> they, and they, they all live in one kreis. Yeah. <laughs> one part of the city. You should wouldn't see the great? comedians of Zurich. Wouldn't it be great if that was actually true, that you, you build like a little Lego village in one part of the town. Yeah, that's very smart of you, Harry. That's and called have, ghettoism. They tried it during the Nazi times. And have all, oh the, have all, have all the midgets living. Let's <laughs> oh. just call it a little town. Go. No, it'd be great. Why, why would that be there's wrong? A, there's a word right there that has also been cut out of our vocab. The midget. Midget, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The, the preferred and term is little person. I, which is the way I see you guys, by the way. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm like three feet tall the both of you. That's the way you see most he just human sees beings. little people all around. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, wouldn't it be nice to have a little a little town for them? The, the, were you guys at Kentucky when Imam Frank Hachidi was playing? He's hilarious, yeah. I've never heard that name in my life. He's, uh, okay, he's, he's an, uh, an Australian act. Um, and he is one of the little people. Um, and he's fucking. And he is one of the funniest fuckers that I've ever seen on stage. And he plays so <laughs> Were much. You're gonna say funniest little fuckers. A lot of ah. it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he uses he uses that all the time. It's part yeah, of his shtick. He but plays it perfectly yeah. because he keeps crossing. He keeps jumping on the two sides yeah. of what he knows people will accept. <coughs> so he gets them to laugh at a midget joke and then jump back and yeah, then yeah, jump. Yeah. And because he's a midget, <laughs> he's just like, he can say anything. you laughing at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's I, had, um, I had a beer with him afterwards. He had half, I had the big one. And... Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's a really really fun guy, and he would not be offended by what I just said. So he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> you can't speak for all the other little people. Out there. No. no, um, but th that's also something. The, the, ah, fuck, there are so many things in there. But mm. uh, um, th so the, the the pronoun debate, it's something that r it it bugs me, but I also understand it. So something that I have started doing, especially in 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 work and stuff, I'm no longer using he or she. <laughs> Okay. What? Uh, what are you using then? They. Just them. They. Oh, are you, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm real. Because I... How many... I like that. It's very professional. How many transsexual people do you it's have? Not about, it's not about... It's not about There's another that. word. It's not transsexual it, anymore, Harry. 
I don't give it. All right, it's okay. transgender. Here's where I'm old. I sorry. This is a, this is a lot. Of, there's sorry, a lot here. I, there's a lot here. I, no, but let I me explain don't to you. I give a fuck about this whole thing. And the one point, the zero point zero zero one percent of people <coughs> who have a different gender pronoun. Yeah, I respect them as people. This is not an issue the world needs to worry it's about. It's not about transgender, though. It's it, about something completely different. It's about the, assumptions and presumptions that we are making when you're when you're talking about a person that you have never been introduced to. So, um, for example, especially when you work in a multicultural area, again, um, uh, I work with a lot of people from uh, from Asia, from uh, from India, whatever, and you don't make the assumptions that a certain okay, that, a certain name, for example, is male or female. That's one thing. But, but the other thing also is. When you are introducing someone to your bosses, and in finance that's a big issue, in most cases they are guys with dicks. So you don't want them to have an immediate, oh, an immediate, a, an immediate prejudice, prejudice okay. Um, okay. towards a certain person. So I specifically make a point to introduce them as they. But I mean, one part of that, okay, that's an interesting hack on the system, and I, that I buy. But the the first part where you're, it's basically, it's basically you covering up for the lack of effort you've made to know the gender of different Indian names. <laughs> yes, exactly. I basically <laughs> so, just uh, explained how fucking uh, I don't care. So like, <laughs> yeah, Anit, I love that. Anit, is that a boy or a girl's name? I don't. I don't yeah. Care. Depends if you're from Iceland. You're from another country and I don't give a fuck. But I'll use they. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I mean, actually, the the midgets are an interesting one because... Fuck! Because because I I don't... Have you seen a triggered midget? Are there any midgets out there going, I don't like that they call me a midget? I'm excited for mailbag. This is going to be amazing. This is what's going to get us cancelled. I mean... What? <laughs> How are you going to uh, No, the thing is I don't think you see and this is an, this is the issue that I have a lot of with a lot of wokeness and stuff. If you actually talk to people who are little people or midgets, they mostly don't give a fuck. I'm pretty sure. How many midgets have, or oh, fucked up? See right there. Thanks, Harry. How many little people have you actually spoken to? And, and I regularly, this question. I go to uh, the the monthly midget meetup in uh Sure. I'm based. I'm based, okay. No, I no. know exactly why Harry is talking about this. He's he's seen midget porn once, <laughs> and he really wants to be part of this. He's suppressing no, it. A the bit, thing yeah. is, the thing. Okay, so here's how my dick looks huge in their little hands. But but on this one, I've done. Okay, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't done. The, that's too much. Right? At this time, is that too much? <laughs> Was did I did I cross the line there? I don't know. I think you did. Did I? Can we edit that out? Thank no, you. there's no edits no. on this. Is well, no, I made a joke. I'm a comedian. I'm sorry. But but uh, I have a tiny penis. <laughs> And you need some little hands. I need. Actually, I would love. Look, if I met a little lady to make. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stop digging keep a digging, hole here. I'm an digging. asshole. Let's I'm sorry. Keep, let's just keep quiet and I see apologize. how far Dean goes with this. No, because I feel awkward because <laughs> I've always had. Okay, wait, you, you go. Wait, for wait, it. wait, wait. You, you wait. dig a hole. Actually, than that's that, interesting. Right? Why do you feel awkward? Because you have in your mind an imaginary person who's getting offended. No, 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 no. It's because that there's enough people out there who have been hurt by this word, right? And the last thing I ever want to do is cause someone pain or conflict because of an illness or a bodily disorder or anything like that. So the fact that people 
out there, little people have complained about it. Therefore, I should be a good person and try and respect it. Yeah, sure, we're generalizing a bit. Where there's going to be little people who don't actually give a fuck. That's great. Well, that sounds but nice. If they want me to call them that, I'm happy to respect that as a person and call them whatever the hell they want. You know, I don't want to hurt nobody ever. This is why I feel weird, and you know, using these things because I know somebody's going to get hurt. This is where we are similar. This is where we are similar, Dean. I think um, one of the biggest pains that I have in life is when I know that someone doesn't like me. And it's, <laughs> it's it's a validation thing. Yeah. It's it's totally validation, and even if it's people that I actually literally don't care about, but if I learn mm. that they have a specific distaste for my behavior or who I am as a person, yeah, I'm I'm frazzled. Yeah, and I had this experience again a couple of weeks ago. Uh, people that I used to work with like many many years ago, and uh, I have this buddy. We're hanging out, we're having dinner, and we're having a chat about someone that we both know that we both worked with maybe a decade ago. Yeah, and he goes like, "Yeah, no, nah, he he thinks you're a fucking idiot," <laughs> and I'm like, "What? Why?" And I haven't spoken what to that guy in so at least five years. Yeah. So makes I, you feel he's, horrible, he's not part of my life in any shape or yeah. form and i'm fucking distraught i'm like what why what did i do what did i say yeah and i start kind of like going through conversations that it i had builds up and builds up a fucking nightmare yeah. but, but i mean that's an interesting because um i'm i don't have that anymore because and i think the th i'm trying to think where this began i think it actually began when i through software development building things on the internet and it, what that taught me when you deal with large numbers of people is that 1% or 10%, no matter what you do, are going to fucking give negativity. That's just a That's given. That's fine, yeah. And then, and then to me, the principle is this. You want to do anything in this world. You want to make a podcast, do a comedy show, do something, do whatever. You can't make anything happen uh while pleasing everybody someone's always going to be upset see i understand this in my brain but it still it still disturbs me knowing yeah but but i guess i don't know where i've really crossed i think somewhere somewhere in the beginning of my 40s where where my attitude on this has become much more raw i don't give a fuck it's it's like mm. It's it's just like uh, if you and I'm sure there's now a ton of people that think I'm a cunt from listening to this. <laughs> then come and tell come, right here, come and tell me. I'd be prepared to have a yeah. reasonable discussion. But if you're just being an asshole, I'll also go with that. I'm are you are you prepared? Because I I know what you're saying, dude. I know that you have your position. But also, would you be open to changing your viewpoint if someone came and gave you a reasonable logic defense? If if yeah, sure. I mean, I'm always open to that. I'm always. This is what I, I, this is what I like about the things. You know, that's what I like about you. Because, like, I know that you have capability to change or learn, learn, adapt, be respectful. You know, but not everyone's like that. And I think, as long as we can try and do a little bit something a little bit better to make the world a better place, then great. Yeah, but you fucking. <clears throat> I was gonna say the M word. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but but the thing, I mean, I mean, the thing is, and also, like, okay, so so. I won't say the name of the company, although I slightly leaked it on Instagram yesterday. Organized a big conference yesterday. We had like a thousand and a half people sign up for it. Uh, and in this company that I'm in, a lot of people are involved. And I know out of 
all out of out of those 1500 probably at least 5% because I was in this <coughs> show quite visible in this conference there's there's a 5% that think I'm an egotistical cunt that's just trying to get draw attention to myself and there's an, even an element of truth in that I am but also they're just harboring it they're like oh that fucking guy I hate him He's just always trying to get attention for himself. Fair enough. Have those thoughts. And why but I'm still gonna do what I'm gonna do. Because yeah. because you're not letting that hold you back. That that sort of But this isn't exactly some kind of word that people attach to you. Like you know Idiot. this is just kind of a personal thing for you. But like for example, I think we're very privileged and all of our bodies are fine and okay, except for yeah, more me and Christian, our mental state is... I'm a uh, bit fat as well. <laughs> we're a bit crazy. But like, have you ever been called ginger, Harry? Did that ever fuck you? Yeah, I mean, uh, was there anything that bothered me of this nature? I mean, I told the story about my birthmark. That, that was a very weird physical, like as kids, like... Eh, well, yeah, what about those two? Like what happens if your entire body was covered in that same birthmark? I can't imagine. You can't hide it. I, yeah, but I can't imagine what, how that would actually feel. So it's hard to relate, right? Yeah, I couldn't. I mean, this I, is why until I have this become aware, the werewolf that I am. Yeah, uh, I couldn't. Imagine, but but the thing, the thing is like uh, to the problem I have. If we let's let's get back to midgets for a second. Oh my god! I am sure that the number of people offended by the word midget that aren't midgets is way but higher. It's than not even about midget. the stats, dude. Like, look at this. Look at this. My, you have an identity. We all do. Let's go back to the mole reference. Imagine your whole body's covered in that mole that you're insecure about. And people around the globe have defined a word for you. And then they judge your entire identity based on this fucking mole that you have. And they call you Mr. Mole. And nobody gives a fuck about your opinions or viewpoints or respect yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. trying extra hard no, actually, your from opinions, anyone else. Your opinions will always be qualified by the fact that you have the mole. Yeah, yeah but it's the, identity but, first, <clears throat> then your opinion. And All right, so, so, for example, like a little person. Their identity, they've been used and abused and extorted in movies and films and cinema and all that stuff and represented as the novelty little person. What was the guy that ran the fucking circus back in the, in the 1800s in, in the US that started with oh. this? Um, uh, yeah, uh, there's a famous circus and I forgot. Um, and Someone's he, traveling circus. Yeah, and he basically used all these, they called them freaks. He had the freak show. Oh, it the was freak circus. It, it was the it was the invention of the freak show. Oh man! Like but really tall guy, really fat guy. He would have strong man, the, the, the strong man. man. Yeah, yeah. The lady yeah. with the beard. Right. I'm yeah. going. I'm going. So here's the thing. Here's my, f and I, I'm making this up because I haven't been there. Here's the where I would, <coughs> if if no one was commenting on the fact that I'm com covered head to foot in this giant hairy mole. Uh, and the world has has found a way to to call me a uh, a non uh, smooth skin person. That it, to me that sounds too PC, bro. It would. I'm gonna call you Mr. Hair, Mr. Would, Molly Mole. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> like, let's say the name for it is like Harry's. He's a Harry. Um, I would rather I would rather have the honest thing that comes out of people than them hold that thought in and give me some nice bullshit instead. But that comes back to what you said before the about... the thought is there. Mm, it, it comes back to what you said before about the tone. That's something that I find fascinating. So Tone is interesting. To, so um, my girlfriend calls me, or my 
my kind, the white teas. Um, <laughs> and there is uh, very disparaging um, <laughs> Asian connotations in there. Where it's like, oh, you cannot eat certain foods because apparently everything is too hot for you fuckers. Mm. So it's mm. th- th- there's a lot of the that going on. It's, it's great. But, <laughs> but, it's, but it's really why good. it works is because it's honest. Yeah, there's but a it, genuine but difference there. But the there's intention is honest. No, so in in her case, I know that she's uh, it, it's it's all fine and, and and she's not angry or anything like that. But I know that um, that can go even further. Like w- when I got introduced to pan Asian racism, <laughs> it's fucking mind blowing. Mm, mm-hmm. Whatever is going on there, like how other people are qualified that are not part of the tribe is mental it's insane and i thought we were the winners the whiteies we were the winners at racism we are apparently not but th- that that's by the by it's but <laughs> it's not a but you, see, <laughs> but you see my view on that is is if you're if you if you haven't fixed the problem by teaching everyone to be covert racist or covert prejudice that's 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 what i'm aiming at it's not it's not about inventing new phrases or terms <laughs> because that doesn't lead to acceptance and and there's even a kind of a reverse racism where i was talking to this this <laughs> lady she's it's another thing that doesn't <laughs> exist apparently hey well the, the thing the thing is so let me wait what let me try and describe this Let's, you do that so so i'm talking to this this german girl who's grown up in germany uh you know, a country that isn't known for a lot of people of different color. There are some, just same as Switzerland, basically. Five, we all know them. And <laughs> and I forget what came up, and she got she got super woke. I think it was related to Black Lives Matter, and she got super woke about it, and it's like this is so wrong, and la 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 la. And 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 then I got talking to her a bit, and and then and I actually said, do do you have any friends that are black? Oh no no no! I'm just really upset, and we should support this. Uh, and yeah. her whole mindset was like, "Listen, you're you're upset about something that you have no direct connection to. You've just picked it up off the internet, off the news, and you're going with it because it makes you it makes you feel nice about yourself that you're all passionate and upset about this. But mm. go out and." Find some black friends and talk with them if you're really so this passionate. What, what are She's you just saying? there for that big dick. What are you saying? Is it, <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Is this a new form of just and and it's basically another form of tribalism? Yeah, it, you, you're just you're just finding your group, and I think this, this is something that actually, happens yeah. in politics heaps. But it's back to that argument of intention. If her yeah. intentions are pure, then fucking a four way support every minority out there. No, but People she's also really she's also also really angry at Hans, who's apparently a little bit bigoted, and she <laughs> went to school with him, and he was a bully at the time, yeah. and he hasn't ceased or, to be a bully. And now she found a couple of other friends in Berlin that are super cool, yeah, that or have cafes say, yeah. and mustaches, uh-huh. and now. Uh, <laughs> And yeah. she wants to make an Instagram post. Yes, you know? exactly. And and she wanted to be there with a placard to, yeah, yeah, exactly. to make sure that everyone yeah. sees it. Yeah. But I've got another nice example of this. This was one that uh, so uh, a contiki. I did this. I have this bit uh, where um, it goes like. Uh, <laughs> let me just remember the bit. So I go like like it, it's amazing how how bit, society bit, bit alert. Sorry. 
yeah, well, I, I'm never going to use this again. So, it, and I'm not going to. I'm going to fuck it up somehow. But anyway, so the premise is basically it's amazing how society thinks all men are evil. Like you know, and, and out of the bit, it's just like, for example, men working at kindergarten or help uh, working in a kindergarten are immediately suspect. And I said, and I find, <laughs> I, find I even do this myself because I, I was on this tram. And I saw, uh, and I saw this this guy, uh, and he's kissing his girlfriend, and then I noticed that she had Down syndrome, and I thought that motherfucker, because and this is weird because if it was reverse, if that was a woman kissing a guy with Down syndrome, I would have been like, oh, she's, she's so caring. wonderful, and yeah, caring. like how great that she'd do that. But when but I you, saw that guy kissing a girl with Down syndrome, I was like. That motherfucker taking just, advantage. He's just totally yeah. taking advantage. Mm, that's and, a weird prejudice. But and I did that bit, and I come out in the break. There was a guy in the audience with Down syndrome who'd seen this, and I went, "Oh fuck!" What did he say? He came up to me and shook my hand, and was super excited that I did it. And I was talking with um, uh, Martina Hugli after actually. Did he feel represented? Who's a comedian? Shout out to Martina. She's a comedian. We know you're really listening. Definitely listening. Definitely and not listening. <laughs> definitely not listening. But she's a busy lady with a lot of self discipline. She also has no respect for you, any of us. <laughs> Justified because we're assholes. Yeah. And and the explanation she gave uh, was why, she, like I told her the story. She's like, he's so happy and excited. And you said, well, the reason for that is that her theory was in Swiss society. Uh, People are so afraid of of the whole topic of offending someone with Down syndrome that everyone acts like they don't exist. There's no acknowledgement. Oh, they're basically like ghosts. Yeah, yeah. But and there's also that's no acknowledgement for who or what they are. Mm -hmm. and that's not cool. And yeah, but this is that's the reverse. It's yeah, it's a reverse racism based on an ultimate level of being politically correct. Mm. But. I've I've heard similar things around this where where it's just uh, in in the the UK are great for it by not mentioning something but still kind mm. of mentioning it yeah, yeah Do you know yeah. what I mean it under the rug you know <laughs> yeah they got that nuanced oh, um, racism no so there there was this there was this uh, nice gentleman at the oh, at the cashier yeah, nice gentleman um, that's immediately like <laughs> right there. <Yeah. laughs> It's like what? Was it, what, what who, who do you mean? Was it the guy with the glasses? No, no, it wasn't the guy. It was the guy with the shirt. It's like was he black? It's a nitty picky racism. Oh damn! <laughs> like there's a bit by Luisa Golo. He's a comedian I admire so much, and I'm not gonna actually do the bit because it's wrong. But he was saying like UK has nuanced racism, and South Africa has like a top shelf good fucking shit racism. You know the good stuff. <laughs> but gingers are open game. Like <laughs> fucking nobody cares. There, yeah, um, there's a there's a great song. <laughs> I think I mentioned this to you before, Harry. There's a great song by uh, uh, Tim Minchin. Oh On, yeah, only yeah. a ginger can call a ginger ginger. <laughs> and uh, he starts the song in such a way that he would uh, go like, "A word is a big word, blah blah blah." And then he starts going like, "A G, an I, an N," and everyone goes like, "What is he going to go?" <laughs> <laughs> like, only a ginger can call a ginger ginger. <laughs> that, was, funny. that is fucking nice. That's clever. Um, two points, real quick. First one is this. Um, shout out to. Oh, fuck you guys. I'm talking about my mom again. I love her. She, she gave me funny. There's a story where my uncle... Okay, my mom's ginger. This is why it relates, right? My oh, uncle... Oh, not Dean. What? Uh, I'm, okay, I'm not going to do it. Fuck sorry. off with your weird fantasies, you creep. 
Okay. Your mom grew up in South Africa, every, a land of the sun. Every episode, can I? Get, I'm doing my story. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I'm not. I'm not involved in this. I actually don't feel. I don't care. Anymore. I tell you what. I'm doing I, the story. I'm gonna go and get a beer while you tell the story. You do you, bro. But it's a ginger story. Hold up, Harry. Come back here. I'm telling the story. No, you stop. fucking ginger. Break. Come here. Okay, break. No way. Let me no, do no, this. No, no. Let's, okay. let's do the story. Okay, story time. My uncle used to make so much fun of my mother because she was ginger. And she, he used to laugh at her saying that like one day you're going to have these little ginger babies running around. Right? <laughs> Guess who comes out? My mother. Me and my sister. Fucking Hitler wear dream. Right? The blonde <laughs> kids. The white skinned blonde kids. Guess who's the first child of my uncle a little ginger boss christine uh she's the most smartest amazing girl she's my cousin <laughs> and i love her but she is ginger but she's ginger and she's gorgeous and when she sits next to my mother she looks like my mother's <laughs> daughter and it's the funniest thing ever and I, oh no <laughs> my no, mom you my mom loves this you did make it worse it. there's someone there's someone younger that looks like your mother dude <laughs> oh my god can we not do that <laughs> Let's go get a beer. You I did it for asshole. you, Harry. I did this for you. Thanks, man. Don't you, encourage this I, guy. I've outsourced these comments <laughs> to Christian. I think you have to be woke enough to hide your penis away from my life. Um, the, I, I read this um, the other day about like how idiotic <coughs> CNN people are for repeating the same conversation like, time <laughs> and time again. Yeah, that's like the, the hour by hour, like Chris Cuomo must have had an aneurysm by now, but <laughs> just literally saying the same things. Twenty-four hour news is one thing that just needs to be eliminated. It needs to go. I remember before you had twenty-four hour news, and you just—it was a, in in England. It was the six o'clock news. It went for half an hour, and the whole nation was sat there. Yeah, kids. It was it was seven thirty over here. Okay, and at eight p.m. So seven thirty. That was the news, and then it would finish at um, seven fifty. So it was like twenty minutes, and then there was the meteo. You get the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was the movie at eight. Perfect. Friday night e news. And every everyone had the same routine and structure, and it was uh, a cozy. <laughs> yeah, you could, and because Swiss people, so you would eat dinner before the news. <laughs> eat dinner at like six p.m. So you're ready for the news. This was, it's crazy. The, uh, in those days, people actually used to go to bed. That was another <laughs> thing that was different. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, um, nobody goes to bed anymore. They're just like staring at their phone until 3 a.m. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do this for my South African fans. Uh, <laughs> when they hear this, it's going to be a nostalgic thing. So we had ETV, right? And ETV was like a predominantly cheaper channel and like a lot of ads and it was majority black, but the presenter was amazing, right? And he would come on every night you know, on Friday nights. He'd be like, ETV, Friday night. You are listening. You are going to watch Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned, ETV. <laughs> we should, this it was guy, awesome. This that's was awesome. awesome. Yeah. I like this about the BBC where you have um, these voiceovers in between shows. The, do, do you know what I mean? Oh. Hurry. Yeah, uh, so you yeah, don't have that on German. Yeah, it still exists. Down. It still exists. So you have like next up, we got the Golden Girls, and then right after that, we oh, got Jeremy yeah. Kyle talking to some, I don't know, BBC student <laughs> children that are, got pregnant at the age of sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, he's probably not on the BBC though. I, I don't think so. <laughs> it was at E four. 
But what it tells me is is that secretly you could be converted to ASMR because it is very ASMR. It is. Uh, it's just the you just hear this disembodied. I, I, noise. I, I, sorry, sorry, Dean, because I did this. No, but they but they always do it in this kind of relaxed, everything's easy tone. Yeah, and, and this evening we'll we'll be having a documentary about about the famine in this country, and then after that we'll have a nice. Did you ever listen to the shipping forecast? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a <laughs> that's, special thing. I think that's that's next level to ASMR. It's just <laughs> that is the original. If, if you're if you're listening to the shipping forecast and you understand it, I think you're one of five people in the world. Some my mum got me a book. I've got it at home. There's a book called the Shi- uh, the shipping forecast, and it explains the meaning of all these. All the do do you know what we we're talking about, Dean? I have no idea. Okay, so there is this uh, on BBC. There, on BBC Radio, mm-hmm. um, there is a program called The Shipping Forecast, and they are doing a weather report mm-hmm. that is uh, transmitted with low bandwidth all around oh, the, the oceans. Okay, I get it. For yeah. all the all the vessels around the oceans of Britain, yeah. But everything is kind of like in very shortened words. So they have specific words for specific regions, and they have specific words for specific weather phenomena. Right, yeah. So instead of saying, like, the wind is going to go five kilometers from south to east, they have, like, one word for it. Yeah. But it sounds like they, they read the, um, <laughs> the, the books of Mordor. You just, <laughs> you just don't know what's going on. Yeah. It's just a mumbo-jumbo all code thing word. and it's all code words yeah yeah no all the places have these really uh, so you're talking about a, a, a region of the ocean yeah <laughs> and they all have weird <laughs> names i i should i should if you yeah i could have prepared that something here but they've all got names like a, a sticky wicket or whatever it is <laughs> like, what? they've got the they've all got sticky really wicket. bizarre names christians um, i'm looking up the Google transcript because it's fucking funny um, are you are you plugged in? You could probably okay, yeah, find yeah, the okay. shipping forecast of, on the, YouTube. The, 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 I I got it here. I can read it out because that's more fun. Um, so this is this is the midday report of Friday, uh, November sixth, twenty twenty. Um, it was it came out um in the news at six p.m. UTC. So um, low fifty miles west Fitzroy. Thousand uh, is one zero zero two expected Fitzroy one zero zero one by wait, midday wait, wait. tomorrow. I think I need to do your radio over. voice, dude. Come on. No, I think I need to do this as a British person. Yeah, you probably because because there's a by certain, law. there's a certain <laughs> way. I remember more or less the voice for doing this. Uh, Christian's just turning <laughs> his laptop around. It's very complicated, apparently. You got this, bro. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> oh, we got some. Okay. Right. The general synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) You're struggling with synopsis. Yeah. The general synopsis at midday. Low 50 miles west of Fitzroy 1002. Expected Fitzroy 1001 by midday tomorrow. Area forecast for the next 24 hours. Viking... Southwest four to six, becoming variable three, moderate to rough, rain or drizzle, good, occasionally moderate. North Utsia, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah, Cromarty. I mean, the names of these places, uh, German Bite, variable two to four, becoming southeast four or th- 
four or five for it. Falling asleep right That's exactly what people listen to to fall asleep to. Because it's also it's that monotone voice. So they never have any kind of emotion. They could there's no connection. They could talk about a fucking storm and then there is nothing. There is no it's not like CNN where they fucking shout at you all the time. Yeah. So um so this is the wind, then there's the weather, and there's the what it's it's not like that. It's just this lady or or man just reading out these weird names. Humber, Thames, Dover, Wait, Or man lady, you, you're not being work right now, Christian. Actually, I'd yeah, be true. curious to know if a woman has ever read the shipping forecast. I'm 100% sure they did. Probably, yeah, the mm. BBC's. This is worked. something Sailors that... Sailors have to have something to wing to. Th- this is something that always struck me. Did you know that um, female uh, PAs, like um, not, uh, not personal assistants, yeah. public <laughs> announcers, okay. are more likely to get the attention of men? than men <coughs> okay i didn't know of course that. dude this is why when we have a female guest people actually listen also because <laughs> they're usually smarter than we are <laughs> yeah, that's got them without a doubt i totally agree with that i think men are simple creatures but that is a that is our superpower as well is that we have a we have a simplicity that it, it just allows us to 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 see certain truths did you, did any one of you ever listen to um like uh, a meditation uh, show or something like that, like a meditation app. Like yeah, a Headspace. guided meditation. Headspace. Yeah, yeah the British yeah. asshole. Yeah, they they have. Uh, you can change the voice now. Oh, cool! I want T Pain. <laughs> <laughs> I want, or uh, I want Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Wait, hold up, hold up. What's his name? A buddy the fool whose brain doesn't work properly. What's the guy's name? Uh, Mister T. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Mr. <laughs> can you imagine Mister T trying to tie me down? Now that Shut is Shut up, get your head on straight, fool. Empty your head, fool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a blast from the past. <laughs> did, did you guys grow up with uh, Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill? No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Well, indirectly, but through because they weren't they weren't they weren't a thing in the UK. They weren't but I, because of they were massive in Germany. Yeah. yeah. And and Switzerland. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, it's basically two actors from Italy. They did spaghetti westerns first. Cool. And um, they call themselves Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill. Okay. Um, Bud Spencer, so apparently, this is a story. When they came onto the set for the first Spaghetti Western that they had to do, they had to choose an American name because this, the movies were sold to the United States. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't be called Chinotti or something like that. So <laughs> Bud Spencer, a very, very um, cool Italian guy, uh, he used to be an Olympic swimmer for mm-hmm. Italy. Um, he chose the name Bud Spencer because he liked to drink beer. Bud. That's funny. Did right. he float when he was swimming because of all the hair? Like, did he just, well, didn't, I mean, he must have shaved at some point. Oh, no, he, no, he, he, he looked trim when he was young. Yeah. Um, his name was uh, Carlo Petrzoli. He died in 2016, <laughs> a year when a lot of the good ones died. Was it, Were these guys actually the basis for the main two characters in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? The uh, No. Who? No, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is not based on that. It's um, these these characters; they are made up. Um, but yeah. it is it is based on the real story of the. Because there is a part in the movie where they go over to Italy, and for a while the guy is big in Italian spaghetti westerns. No, but that was so. This is where it's where it doesn't link up because that guy is an American dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, this yeah. is a good point because because you know Hollywood's known for casting roles of people who are not part of that culture into you know inappropriate places like Scarlett Johansson doing um, that movie. 
<laughs> Any movie, um, Robert Downey Jr. in, exactly. in the Tropic Thunder, Although that is comedy. playing an, an Australian playing a black-faced, yeah. as, um, wait, wait. fucking Leonardo DiCaprio doing South African. Oh, that was bad, horrible. Okay. And this is a good segue <laughs> into the whole reverse racism thing, which I want to. But bring up but there. wait a second, because guys, I think <laughs> I've just realized what the goal of this podcast needs to be. We need an episode. We need to do an episode where we get Quentin Tarantino on. That would be, if we can oh, achieve that. would be that. so funny. <laughs> Shout out to Quentin. I know you're listening. Because uh, he's, he's got so many funny opinions. When it, have you seen that, that video on YouTube where he explains why um, uh, Top Gun is actually all about <laughs> the guy coming out of the closet? It's the gayest fucking movie that I've ever it, seen in it, my life. Exactly. I, I mean, guys in jeans shorts playing volleyball is probably one of the most homoerotic <laughs> scenes that I've ever seen. Exactly. And Seriously. But he then describes the whole thing of... The shower scene with Val Kilmer. Yeah, but but also how, how like, Tom Cruise, whatever his character was called... <laughs> never fucks a chick. Yeah, but also he's, like, he wants to be with Iceman and yeah. to be with all the gay guys, but then he's, like, <laughs> conflicted... And he said, "There's this whole scene." He's still wearing a, he's still wearing a, his leather jacket. So he can hang out with the it? boys. I think a whole scene in the elevator with this woman, <laughs> and she's realizing that he, like, he's on the on the precipice, and she's trying to get him to come back. It's a, I don't know, like, like if you just go Google it, it's like Quentin Tarantino. Uh, there's a there's an interesting point Top Gun. in this topic where, how do we respect old cinema? Or you know vintage opinions, where like for example, Sean Connery. Thank you, massage. Thank you. Or okay, like sure cartoons sure. that depicted racist depictions of black people yeah, yeah. with the, the giant red lips. Like, is there a like for me? The line is this: like I don't think we should be getting rid of them. Like the the statues is a bit of a different topic. I have a different opinion there. Yeah. But whereas like I don't know, if, is it a good thing that we can look back and be like, this is what our history used to be. Look how much progress we've done. I think it's very you know important, actually, and uh, in in Germany that is done that is done well. Even though it might, it, 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 there, there, there is still a debate if it's a little bit too strong self flatulation happening in in Germany. But to be aware of one's history makes you a better person. That's absolutely, what I'm saying. Absolutely, because like getting rid of these things, or you know, because I know that some of the Disney movies actually went back and edited the actual originals, like the Dumbo. Oh yeah, yeah. You know those the scarecrows. Yeah, were, but, that okay. was uh, called out. Let's get in on on Sean Connery. Rest in peace, Sean. Yeah, I know you're. No, burn in fucking hell. Did he actually no. die? Fucking wait. Listen, what what's your issue with Sean Connery? Did he die? He's a fucking wife beater. Okay, now did, did he die? He died for real. Yeah, He's, yeah, last okay. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me put that in some historical context. No, Tw- twenty years ago. No, I'm gonna blow your minds in a second. Twenty good years ago. Good luck. We all knew that he was a wife beater. Yeah, I mean, and maybe he wasn't even a wife beater. I didn't know. He 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 said he that he said it was okay to slap a woman, and under certain conditions, as a video, he talks about it. I I remember the exact quote. There's it, only one condition you wait, can slap a wait, woman in. In the video, if you see a bigger version of that video, he's also talking about how much respect he has for women. But here's the thing is that 20 years ago, while he was still a younger man, every woman that knew about Sean Connery wanted to fuck him, and they knew that they might get slapped along the way. And that was a thing. 
Yeah, but it's, there's a difference between sexual it, it preferences back to, power. to fucking man abusing woman. I, look, I said something right now, and I know I have to justify this. Because there's one condition where you can slap a woman. Oh, shit. Fuck oh. me. You ready? Dean, yeah. this you is, ready? This is going to get taken out of context. And this, Hold up. If you ever get famous. Let me Dean, start this. and think let me li- Let's linger right. in the tension, because that's a good All part. Right. I win. There's one condition that you can slap a woman. Are you ready? If she's choking on something in the restaurant, ah. you can slap her back as hard as no, you can. Get no, that no, shit no. out. You do it Heimlich wrong. maneuver. You do it I don't know. No. Heimlich Save maneuver. that lady's life. The Heimlich maneuver is not about the slap. The Heimlich maneuver not? is no. Oh, now there's do- no conditions. No. Then you do, you put your arms around her from behind. As, mm. uh, you know how to do that from behind. <laughs> <laughs> and then ar- ar- around the chest part. So you you know, don't slap someone's back ro- when they're over choking. or under the tits. Uh, under. Well, Harry's then, here groping so they, a stranger. Kind of like resting nicely <laughs> on your arm. Yeah. And then you push, you pull uh, uh, against yourself, basically. So and like that's, you that's the high level. Okay. okay. And then so you don't slap the back. And then, no. And then no, you I'll say, that's the worst <laughs> part to do. And really? Then, and then you save <laughs> save her life, and then she sues you sir, for sexual harassment. Exactly. That would happen here's to you the because quote. your hands are on her boobs trying to do the Heimlich. Here's <laughs> the interview that um, uh, Sean Connery had with uh, Walters. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go straight to the to the punch okay, point. Okay, but there is. I'm a, excited to hear this. If you watch the whole thing, the context he just been saying how much respect he has for women. That's a little bit. As long context. as they shut the fuck up, if is that what he's trying to say? Longer form. No, she pushed him to, and he stood by his point of view. Okay, okay play Walters. You think it's good to slap a woman, Connery? No, I don't think it's good, Walters. You don't think it's bad though, Connery. I don't think it's that bad. I think it depends entirely on the circumstances and if it merits it. Yeah. And what would merit it? Well, if you have tried everything else and women are pretty good at this, they they can't leave it alone. They don't. They want to have the last word. And you give them the last word, but they're not happy with the last word. They want to say it again and into a really provocative situation. Then I think it's absolutely right. I Dean. feel like slapping fucking. I want to punch him in the fucking face. What a cunt, dude! I'm glad he's not my James Bond. Mine is Pierce Mine Brosnan. Is Pierce Brosnan. Wait, yeah. Wait a second. Okay, I'm totally not for slapping women, but so Careful. you have. Thanks for establishing that, Harry. I'm, you, I'm, I'm have, sleeping a little bit better. Yeah, but wait a second. I was confused. Yeah. Have you never had the exact experience that Sean Connery just described? Sorry, he described the conversation with his mother. No. <laughs> <laughs> holy fuck dude what an asshole no no, no th- th- he didn't literally but th- this this is it this is now you're avoiding no, on, i'm not avoiding i'm not avoiding I, i'm avoiding. explaining myself this is someone that pu- uh, that uh, pushed his buttons okay this is what he's describing and instead of being calm and go to sleep over this fucking situation and then addressing it in like a human way he goes like oh no then it, it's okay to fucking slap someone it's you he, he cannot handle with being triggered so that's what he described i'm talking about you two okay have you never had a girlfriend that would do this of course we have i've had of friends. course i had people in my life that that try to push my buttons of course or I have. always have the last word yeah Harry does of that course. in the podcast but all the time i, I first of all <laughs> avoid having relationships with people that are so fucking dumb that they would always try to win the conversation because the conversation should not be a but, battle. Okay, that's, a, that's a smart move. I right. walked away from that. 
Can we get back go, to the... Go on, Harry. You have something on, on your mind. No, there. no, no. I mean, I so I've I've had... <coughs> you said, oh, just go to sleep and think on it. Uh, I've had the situation in life where someone wanted the last word so badly, I wouldn't be allowed to sleep until the last word had been fully rammed down my throat. So, And I didn't slap, but when you... How big was that word that was rammed down your throat and then was it was it cummy or no <laughs> <laughs> this is such an immature response where it's like no but you know you insulted me no but you did no but you no oh, you no no, 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 no that's, you. that's not but that's not what i'm talking about it is let's go to last words we, we do okay let's do an episode on last words let's go back <laughs> on the topic at hand i want to talk reverse racism all right talk reverse racism. fuck your Fuck misogyny. Let's go. Okay, we're going to work this which Sean, I guess is part of all of it. Sean Connery is. Sean Connery's dead. dead. Fuck him. We're all going to die anyway. Nihilism. The real winner. The real winner. Nihilism. ETV. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, the word. Okay. This. I also like dealt with this conflict, right, Harry? And you brought it up. Like, it's so funny because, like, I have perspective and I'm around people who are very work and progressive and, you know, respectful of these and hip with the words, right? As you, as you boomers would say, you know, they're down and hip with the words, right? And you've throughout the episode said words that I've recognized and been told also that you they're wrong, right? They've changed. For example, prostitutes. That's the word Sex that's worker. changed. Sex worker. Transsexual. You said that is transgender. You know, uh, midget, little no, person. No, that's two different things. Transgender and transsexual are not the same thing. But it's changed from transsexual to transgender. Because uh, it's not a sexual identity. Okay, I'm not up on this right now, but actually it's way more complicated than that. I'm sure I, it is. I, I'm yeah. aware Let's go and have a chat with Eddie Izzard. <laughs> yeah. And I love that guy. Okay, carry on. Uh, uh, carry but yeah, the, the one point I want to talk about is the, the concept of reverse racism. Because, okay, you use that word a bunch. What do you think it means? Uh, actually, I don't really know. But I, I think of, there's a beautiful Patrice O'Neill. To me, to me, reverse racism is someone pretending to be not racist, but finding a way to bring racism. In. And there's a I can explain it with a a, a thing that we came. Sp we spoke about this just before. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. So I've got another one. Uh, Patrice O'Neill. He had a wonderful description. He said he, he he he's making fun of a white guy that got beaten up by by like a group of four black guys. And he goes, like, if I'm walking down the street alone and I see a group of four black guys coming towards me, I'm in the hood, I cross the fucking street because I'm not an idiot. He's, Patrice O'Neill is black. But you white people, you walk down the road, you see the four black guys, and then you go, oh, I wonder if I should cross the road. Oh, would that be <laughs> But racist? if I cross the road, it would be racist. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And that, sorry, if I see four guys in any circumstance, I'm crossing the fucking street because there's nothing more scary. Racist. No, no, no. You're so sexist. racist. Fucking sexist. <laughs> there's nothing more oh, racist than sexist. Yeah, yeah. There's no, I didn't say black. I said any, any four men. Yeah, um, that's true. So no, that's not true. If I saw four Harrys coming down the street towards me, I'd fucking yeah, well, just push okay, them because you know you can punch them. Ooh, but, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but if I see four men, what the fuck is that, man? <laughs> and in Zurich, in, let, let's let's take um, the the area that we're in. We're close to Langstrasse, the red light district in Zurich. If I see four guys at let's let's say eleven, it's just before the witching hour. I'm like, no, fuck no. I'm trying to avoid that at all costs. Mm. 
I got it. So Dean's probably can do top list, but I got some my London skills on this. Is first, if I mm. see that, <laughs> first I look carefully, and I'm asking, is there a woman in the group? If there's a woman, if a woman in the group, in the group fine. probably okay. What? Yeah, usually it's it's, it's a taming okay, factor. Not a South African woman. Oh, you guys don't know about the hustle. Where like a, a lady will be like, "Oh, I hurt my ankle," or I'm trying that to doesn't fix my happen car, in, and then ten men jump you. We don't. It doesn't happen in Switzerland that often. No. So, but but the the basically the like the, the checks you make first is there a woman there? Uh, okay, no. Can I cross the street? Ah, oh, fuck, no, I can't because of whatever reasons. And then and can then I go the other way? Shit, yes, you, I will. Yeah, or or if shit, I'm gonna have to go through this. All right, let's put on my my most aggressive posturing. Okay, describe your most aggressive <laughs> posturing, Harry. I want I want to know what face. that means. You're gonna think about the 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 leather jacket yeah. that you would have worn if you yeah. were prepared for the situation. Harry's just gonna ear some more of them. It's, it's <laughs> no, and you have. I mean, it's you have London face. Show oh, us your London yeah, face, no, Harry. That, that I'm, I'm familiar with London face. For the podcast format, show us your London face. I don't think I can. I've been so long Can you describe London it. face? It's, it's a blank thousand yard stare. And, it's, it's, a, and yeah. it's a default look of slight anger to yeah. everything. Like, Anything like, like can set you off. You, 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 it's, yeah, it's a resting bitch or face triggered. with a fuse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuse kind of thing. So if someone, for example, if someone like that you didn't see coming from behind, say, oh, mate. You, you turn around. What? And you, you, what? Exactly. The fuck what? You looking at, bruv? And your default blah, blah. thing is aggression. Representing area code eight zero one. I still have, I still have it a little bit wired. Occasionally in Switzerland, there'll be a situation where, where, where like someone will do something. Like I'm like, what? And then I'm like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sorry, uh, yeah. And it suddenly becomes super over yeah, nice. Fuck you, you little ginger, to compensate little person. For the it's funny though because Swiss people cannot handle this. <coughs> Swiss people can yeah, handle <gasps> immediate <gasps> aggression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. <laughs> uh, you can use this. You can totally use this. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have done it. <laughs> <laughs> You're in London long enough. Yeah. You're trained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with like, um, never use it with service staff. By the way, that's the worst. Um, but if if you if you are in a sticky situation um, with with anything, just put on that London aggressiveness posture yeah, yeah and it's with something you pretty much get anything they're too scared to do anything about about it yeah yeah but dean what's it what's so the the scenarios are the three scenarios i described how what's the south african version of that like? uh yeah real quick talking about you uh, dead disrespecting service people and transgender discussion as well i was in brooklyn and a little cafe and there was a dude who was clearly becoming uh, a woman he was transitioning uh, at some point, right? And I for your eyes, it's like a werewolf. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just gonna let just that throw, sit for a little bit. Just throwing in a funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's American. The imagine Mar- the beard. Imagine was it was that easy. You just like the beard was disappearing. Out, I want my vagina. <laughs> and your penis just like shrinks straight back uh, in. Did you, you guys see uh, uh, what we do in the shadows? Yeah, I love that movie. What? Yeah. No, I haven't seen. What we that. do okay. the shadows. It involves the um, Taika, Taika Waititi. Thank you very much for listening. We know. <laughs> uh, before he became a really famous Hollywood uh, director superstar, Taika. Um, he, I don't even know who you're talking about. Um, he's a Maori um, director from New Zealand, and okay. he did a movie called uh, "What We Do in the Shadows." And there is a great scene. Um, so it's basically a docu- It's a mockumentary about vampires living in Wellington. 
Um, oh, these uh, they yeah. live in a flat shed. Yeah, I've they live in a flat shed. I never watched it. And I've heard oh, you got to see that dude. It's really good. Okay, and um, there is a great scene where there's a bunch of werewolves. Um, they're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it involves like comedian. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're hanging out um, in in Wellington on the streets and stuff. And we're werewolves, not swearwolves. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them swore. He's yeah, like, yeah, hold yeah. up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> That's yeah. beautiful. Have you seen American Werewolf in London? Yeah. Hold up, guys. You're missing, no, no, you're so, missing okay, my story. We go back right to the transitioning. Yeah, so I, I, I fucked up because I was in Brooklyn <coughs> and there was a werewolf um, man obviously transi- tra- transitioning. Just, we just named it. We don't, I like, because the whole thing with we pronouns. don't call it transgender anymore. We call it go, werewolf. We just call everyone a werewolf. <laughs> we're all generically werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Because what we're if you're, if transitioning you're into an asshole. <laughs> An ass wolf. <laughs> anyway, okay, guys. Uh, All right, tell the story. He brought. See, I fucked up again. Day. She. <gasps> Can we hit that uh, or something? The wrong. Exactly. No, look. I want to do she because that's the way I thought that they wanted to be represented. Right. I could be wrong in that well case done. as well. well. Anyway, she brought me food, um, and put it down. And I say she because, like, you know, there was obviously like long feminine hair. Uh, they were wearing a bra. You know, it was, I don't know. I don't know. You can, there's kind of like a radar for these things as a, a very person. feminine bulge in the, trans, in the jeans. <laughs> no, it's called a tuck, Harry. Okay. Something that you do naturally because your dick's too small. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> anyway. Mangina. Anyway, they put down the food in front of me and I was like, oh, thanks, man. You know, like that's my natural oh, yeah, yeah. response. But for anyone of any but gender. But man is fucking generic. Yeah, but mm. thanks, man. But then I was like, oh, fuck. Maybe I did fuck up. I was like, oh, sorry. I, said, I say thanks, man, to anyone. But maybe it's like that person could be offended in that case. It was like, oh, what do you think I'm trying to do here? I'm a big fan. Like, like on those times in my life where I, oh, I had right. a girlfriend with, to call her dude. Thanks for sympathizing. No, with I'm, story, I'm with guys. that. I'm with that. <laughs> I think man is generic. Man is, is saying you're part of my fam or whatever that fucking word is. Like the millennial fam. What the fuck is Fam. Fuck fam. Wait, hold up. Fuck oh. this conversation. We got to go no. back to the reverse racism because we're. I'm still stuck in this point and I'm a little bit kind of at conflict and upset with it as well. Okay, tell me. Okay, so this is my context, right? Because I use the word reverse racism as well, right? Because where I'm from, racism exists um, and it was historically from white to black and even more in depth for all of your education because a lot of people just think it is just that superficial level. It's more the Afrikaans culture the uh, the the leaders of the party identified as Afrikaans against the black people of South Africa, all of them, right? Mm-hmm. So, in that context, the idea for me as well was like when I experienced. I'm running out of breath because of fucking Corona. <sighs> Take right. a deep breath. Yeah. So now in the the modern times, there is a political party called the EF, right? And without a doubt, they're right wing assholes and they are the ones who are saying kill the boor there was a song called kill the boor where Ooh. yeah the the, <laughs> the fucking leader of this political party he was a member of the anc created the song and he was singing it on stage at a public kill rally the boor. kill the boor and they believe that they should you know that's not reclaim r- the farmer land it's a big yeah. thing it's a xenophobic thing not a lot of people talk about this okay um i gonna i gonna do this now um, it's not reverse racism. That's just pure racism. Reverse. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Reverse racism is something different. It's not when the oppressor becomes the oppressed. 
this is that's, what I thought. That's it was. what you were thinking about. Yeah, but then reverse you... racism is something far more insidious. Yeah. So um, Wikipedia describes it as follows: reverse racism or reverse discrimination is the concept of that affirmative action and similar colored conscious programs for redressing racial inequality are form of an anti-white racism. What? No, oh, that sounds what? bullshit, bro. That, that sounds total bullshit. The concept the is often it? associated with conservative social movements and the belief that social and economic gains by black people in the United States and elsewhere cause disadvantages for white people. That's what's considered reverse racism. That sounds like total bullshit. That definition sounds okay, fucked that's up. Okay, not, that's not the uh, definition. That's, what, that's, that, that's my point of view. Where I, That's how I understood it. No, so, okay. No, it's not. It's... No, no, no. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying, though? No. Because like, I, I know in my, my viewpoint, because of those two what, parties... What we were describing before is a black guy saying, kill the boar. That's just... That's not... Re- that's just that's racism. That's just racism. A hundred percent. What these guys are saying is, in America specifically, where um, people are just racist, as we know... <laughs> um, like most places. The... The white population, especially the the far right, thinks that programs th- like affirmative action and, and all these sort of the things. The conservative guys. The conservative guys. They think it disadvantages white people. So I'm going <laughs> to call this Wikipedia article yeah, racist. It's total bullshit, this one. Because, I mean, okay, it's just, I mean, I, I've done the research on reverse racism. But then. For me, reverse racism is, is people pretending to be not racist but as a byproduct doing something racist by making a special case for somebody but that's i'm more, sure there is another word for this the, yeah that's not reverse racism that's more like i'm trying to be progressive but actually i'm being ignorant and fucking up because i'm trying to be nice but, but for, i'm still trying to bring people, my it's not opinion. even fucking up it's just kind of because we are so great with because of all the terminology that is i'm being not used, racist but there's that's that. the exact, that's exactly that that's bullshit so, and then you can basically put on a lot of non-racist makeup and and do as if you were part of the very yeah. woke life but in inside um you are still a fucking cunt <laughs> and this is the same as a lot of guys that are white knights that's reverse sex reverse feminism perhaps or reverse sexism i had a um a very long conversation with my girlfriend about this i i grew up Um, I grew up the way that I was taught uh, a bunch of rules, how a man is supposed to behave, right? Yeah, yeah. So, for example, this this is a very old one. I'm super anal about this. When you walk down the street um, and you are um, on on, on a street, uh, on on a walkway, the woman always walks away (coughs) from the street. You're on the street. You're on the street side, not on the wall side. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. world culture, is it being a gentleman? It's or, or a sexist. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Now, I... I, I <laughs> Life's too I got, short. I got a good example of the opposite of this. Go. You know how, like, in our culture, being a gentleman is opening a door for women, mm-hmm. right? I still practice this regardless. I do this. I, always I do this. Me too. Whatever. It's ingraining me. It, it can never be rude. But My mom would have fucking slapped me. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> for holding a door open. Not, not holding the door yeah, open. Yeah. So it turns out that in the Zulu culture, I think it's Zulu, forgive me if I'm wrong, or Corsa culture, whatever, in the in the old tribes, a man would enter a building first because he was oh. checking if there was if danger there was a bomb. inside. Not a bomb, like if there was somebody, like an attack or something. A lion. So he would go in to check if there's danger, and then the woman would follow. Interesting. 
I that's fascinating. So men are like the secret service. Oh, men are <laughs> men, are, men are the disposable bodies. <laughs> but they are seriously. But yeah, like we, we're standing we on the pavement on the street in case a car comes because yeah. we're the ones getting hit. I got a funny story here though. This goes back to my childhood. So my mum spent so long training me. She used to say, "Don't slam doors in people's faces." That was the way she used to tell me to hold doors open, and. Because uh, I was a it's kid. It's a very Germanic phrasing, but it, yeah. But the phrasing, just, I got fascinated. Like, don't slam doors. And as a kid, I'm like, so what happens? What happens if they're Mormon, maybe? <laughs> what happens if you slam a door in someone's face? And I just, it, I got, became a fascination. And then in our living oh. room, oh, we had the sofa right next to the living room door. And I used to lie on the sofa and with your feet over the edge, your feet are on the door. And one day that curiosity just got the better of me. And I'm like, you know, I need to know what happens when you slam it. Jesus. And my brother wa- walks through. Oh, no. And I kicked the door and I got him. Bam. <laughs> and he went from like, I'm just obliviously just walking around the house. <laughs> Jesus. A door in the face. Harry's going yeah, around his house, <laughs> stroking his hamster, and weird, slamming doors in people's faces. And the weird faces. thing was, is then he beat the shit out of me. But the weird thing was, is and I was trying to explain to him as he was beating me up, like, I didn't mean to be nasty. I was just curious. I was genuinely curious about... You never mentioned your brother on this podcast before. Is he... I've never heard of him either. Similar... Oh. Is he ginger? Is he similar? Yeah. Is he ginger? And <laughs> is he similar to you? Or is, is he, he got the same mole? He's... he's is he like a normal person? Are you actually yeah. schizophrenic? <laughs> <laughs> You've made him up Let, right now. Yeah. Uh, what shout out to brother, yo. Harry's brother, we know you're listening. We're talking about being work. We're talking about um, adapting survival as well. Harry was giving us examples. The whole thing that where I checked out and didn't give a fuck. <laughs> There's a funny story that I want to tell you guys what happened. Um, so we did a show called Under the Influence, right? And so the show concept was first half sober, second half drunk, right? And a South African friend of mine, comedian, Albert Lowe, shout out, I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> he might be listening. Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. But. Yeah. Well, he brought what we drink in South Africa, uh, brandy, right? And we mix it brandy and Coke, right? Oh, and I mean gross. Coca-Cola. <laughs> but it's got such a stigma attached to it because like the Afrikaans culture drink a lot of it and it makes you very violent. It's called karate water. (laughs) 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 And ironically, I warned him bringing it to the show. I was like, you know, don't, yeah, it's amazing that we're going to bring it and drink it, but there's going to be a fight, dude. (laughs) And I'm going to tell the story and I'm going to call Teddy out on it. Okay. So Teddy, fellow comedian, funny as hell. (laughs) We both shared this brandy water drink, right? Brandy Coke drink. And we're both pretty lit. <laughs> That's a good word for you, Mr. Boomerang. Lit. Thank <laughs> you. Know, I know more internet terms. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so anyway, um, what we did after the show, Teddy and I, after drinking way too much, we went to another bar. And so at this bar, there's three Trump supporters. Oh, yes. You heard the story. Yeah, cool. Okay, I'm going to tell it. So there's three Trump supporters there, and I'm having a conversation with one of them. 
you know, because I don't often meet Trump supporters or assholes in general. Actually, that's not true. I'm doing a podcast with you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was having a discussion with him, and Teddy, well, this is why I love Teddy, because, like, this guy started using inappropriate terms like the n-word and was kind of given a viewpoint that was like fucked up and racist and homophobic which is exactly what you expect from a trump supporter right teddy's reaction was quite violent uh or you know aggressive where he was like fuck you shut the fuck up like what the hell are you talking about no one cares about your general opinion <laughs> which is i guess the way you should treat a trump supporter <laughs> in general right <laughs> yep yeah well, okay, <laughs> depending well. anyway Whatever, that was the case, and I'm not uh, an aggressive, violent guy. I'm happy to have a discussion with a Trump supporter and highlight the, the errors of his ways. <laughs> so anyway, I didn't, I didn't enjoy the aggressive vibes because I'm having a good time. So I go outside, I go to the bar next door, and I bump into three fellow African people that I know from around town, three dudes that are fucking awesome, and I was like saying what's up to them, checking if they're cool. We're hanging out, and I was like, okay, cool. I'll see you guys later, right? So I go back outside, and Teddy's outside, and the Trump supporters are surrounding him, and words are being exchanged, and it's getting aggressive, right? And for context, in South Africa, you get the vibe when shit's about to kick off, right? My reaction is always in defense, but like extreme violence in defense. So if someone that I love is being threatened, my reaction is defensive violence <laughs> <laughs> to quite an extreme level. Right. So I'm not proud of this, but I am in a weird way because they're Trump people. <laughs> so they're getting aggressive. And I was like, yo, guys, just chill. Teddy's drunk. We're, you know, we're out here having a good time. We don't want no bullshit. Like, you know, leave us alone. We're all good. At some point at the corner of my eye, one of these Trump supporters go up to Teddy, like, you know, face to face. And I think and I see that he's going to hit Teddy. Right? He's going to punch him. My reaction and... <laughs> The level of violence shocks me to this day. I you know, reacted immediately. I grabbed this guy and I threw him, right? But I threw him so far <laughs> that he kind of rolled twice <laughs> down the streets. <laughs> it was one of those moments where like everyone watching was like, oh fuck, that's, uh, that's a serious thing. <laughs> that's just happening. <laughs> you suddenly had right there. karate <laughs> water strength. I had the karate water strength and I was like defending my friend and I pushed this guy and he rolled away and his phone broke and all that stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is oh, when, shit. yeah, this is when it kicked off and the, the two other Trump guys were like, now they were facing us. And I'm like, oh, you can't push our friend. And like they were walking up to us and like now shit's kicking off. There's going to be a fight, right? And I'm like, oh fuck, I don't want to fight these guys. I'm just defending. I'm, I'm not that guy. But, okay, they've been using the N-word in conversation, and they're all white, and this is not cool. This is why it all kicked off. So I'm walking backwards, and I'm like, stop, guys, we don't want bullshit, leave us alone. Out of the bar next door, my three African brothers come out, because they can see all this shit happening, right? So they walk up to us, and like, Dean, are you good? We got you, are you okay? Right? <laughs> and now there's a moment in my mind where I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> This could go either way. <laughs> There's two outcomes. Either someone's getting stabbed <laughs> or I could be like, no, we good. And right? it's not going to be one of the black guys. Like <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a dead Trump supporter. <laughs> so as I'm processing this, the Trump supporter looks at me and my face goes from like, oh, fuck, to oh, fuck. <laughs> and he sees this moment where the devil the, is inside the me. smile on your face. Yeah, and he goes, and I, and I looked at him. I was like, are we good? He's like, yeah, we're good. 
<laughs> and then Catalina was like, "Fuck yeah, fuck you guys." Yeah, so, so we can do one more thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should ask Teddy quick. But I have a, a <laughs> for some reason it's hard to explain why I have a voice record uh, a recording on my phone. <laughs> Of when Dean oh, yeah. told Teddy this story <laughs> in the Oliver Twist, <laughs> and Teddy didn't even know it had happened. Teddy was so drunk he didn't oh, remember. Yeah, no, but that Teddy and I were exactly the same. I don't remember getting home that yeah, night. You were there too. You dude. um you, you put me in a taxi apparently, which yeah. I don't remember by the way. I remember going to that I bar. I don't remember going home. I got you. Bro. I don't remember going to bed. Like it, it was, I, I. This is karate water, dude. This yeah. is what I'm. Brandy and Coke. Don't do it. <laughs> so, so let's check in with Teddy, and then if it's if he's cool, let's stick this. We stick no, this. Look, I, I, I protected Teddy from, you know, I don't know, general death. <laughs> What's funny to me is that, um, the way that you describe um, karate water. There, there is, um, there is a very similar drink uh, in Australia. I've been introduced to. Uh, Australia does its own rum. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. That's it's true. called Bundaberg. Up, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, hi, I've heard of it. Come say hi. We yeah, have we, a we have a we weird have, drop in we today. Have, we have come on, Benjamin Delahaye. You guys I was just trying there. to escape, get some water. <laughs> no, hi. we we love having you. Hi, here. listeners. He of just wanted, XYZ podcast. <laughs> he just wanted to go. I'm and, w. He, he wanted to go and explore his imposter syndrome. Ben, we had on the episode on yeah. imposter syndrome. I miss you, Welcome Benjamin Delahaye. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one episode that I was actually physically the turned one, on. <laughs> the one guy. What's with all the flirtation? I just, I'm just in love with you. I no, I get it. I get it. If you felt down and sad, nothing would fix you better than a hug from Ben. You know, you just like. He, you just be, he would just he would just give you that big strong. Hug. I think that's a really good way to safe. wrap the episode. A good hug. Um, I go, and we uh, can I add one more thing? Uh, <laughs> Benjamin knows what this is. I, I, <laughs> no, Christian, I don't want you to just. I am I am triggered right now. How do you get to look? Claim you're it? not allowed to be triggered look, until you apologize I've, for the use of the word midget, reverse racism, transgender, sexual, and what was the other one? I'm not going to apologize. You don't have to. But here's what I'm going to say: that those say words it. should. I'm going to give a message. You're of not hope. listening. This is such a fucking boomer vibe. No, Message of Hope. Have you ever Message seen, of Hope, those are good. Have you ever seen this guy, Louis Theroux? Yes. Yeah. To me, he represents what the human race should be doing. What is he what is he? Give context? So Louis Theroux, he's this English guy and he does documentaries where he goes and talks to people that we think are crazy. And he has this magical way of dealing with people where he doesn't judge. He is he asks questions, he and he listens to them. And then, and to me, that is the way you approach anyone with prejudice is you get, you, you first be like, okay, you don't need to say, you don't need to act like you're down with what they're doing. He never does, but he's always, he just has this innocence and just says, so why, why are you saying the N word? He went to talk to white supremacists. He's he spoken at every, he spoke to, yeah. he did Scientologists, everything. He did an episode in Johannesburg. He, mm. uh, he even has, he, he even has a, <laughs> a documentary with Jimmy Savile where he, he actually got Jimmy Savile to reveal, like if you watch that knowing, and this is before we knew, if you watch that, that documentary with Jimmy Savile, you realize, fuck, this guy is an insane, this could have been a serial killer right here. Yeah. 
And we knew this. We should have an episode of Serial. Right. Afterwards. Um, but I got a good idea. My message of hope is is watch Louis Theroux, learn from him, because that's how you deal with prejudiced people. Is is you understand, you let them yeah. and mostly prejudice <laughs> comes from fear. And you and you then you go like, listen, I understand why you do this. There's here's the reasons why it's not cool. And and then they're like, okay, now I yeah, don't don't do what Teddy did and try and fight off three Trump supporters without my help. Exactly, you teach nobody anything with aggression. I think this is the first episode where we learn something. Uh, Maybe, maybe not. Um, I got a good idea. Let's let Benjamin wrap it up. Is that cool with you? Yeah, some logic sense here. I I really enjoyed uh, listening to the last ten minutes of this episode, and uh, I would say that. This is the second episode where you learned something. The first one being the imposter syndrome where I was featured. Follow me on at Ben Canadian. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> nice! Uh, that's a good Thanks plug. Thanks for listening. You good bastard. boy. Bye. What an attention whore. <laughs> Fuck it. I got... He fucking silenced us. What a cunt. <laughs> wiki wiki.